So when I told my teenagers we were having Eli Roth on, they actually were interested in what uh, I do for a living. Yes. Yeah, so it's right now, the especially it's DVD and Blu-ray of Thanksgiving, deleted scenes, features, really cool stuff in there. And let's talk to the director, Eli Roth. Eli, how are you? Hello, Eli. Good morning. Great, great. Uh, the fact that teenagers know who I am is always a good way to start your day. That's great. Well, you know what's cool what is... Is me and my daughter watch her movies together. She's like a horror. She's 15. She's a horror film junkie. And, like, she's seriously freaked out. Like, oh, you're going to have Eli Roth on. So we're going to watch Thanksgiving tonight. So she's super pumped. That's awesome. By the way, 15 is the perfect age to see it. And what better father-daughter bonding experience than watching a horror film. That is so cool you watch them with her. Yeah. I love that. And she's going to have a great time. And there's different casts. Like, we got the cast for her with Milo Mannheim, Addison Rae. Nelver Lack, and then for our generation, you got Patrick Dempsey, Gina Gershon, Rick Hoffman, and Tim Dillon is somewhere in the middle. So it's it's really fun. I like to kind of try and hit both audiences. You want the people that grew up with these movies, and you want I wanted a movie that you could show, watch with your teenager to go look how fun these holiday slasher films, you know, kind of pass on the tradition to them. You know, because you've been doing this at such a successful rate for so long. When you want an actor or an actress to appear in your movies, does anyone turn you down, or is everybody like an automatic yes? Well, the nice thing is that, you know, they, it's sort of self-filtering, because certain people like horror movies and certain people don't. You know, like Penelope Cruz is someone I'd love to work with, but she wouldn't do it in a horror film. <laughs> She's already said, I, don't, I would never do a horror movie. So she doesn't like them. That's her taste. You know, but Javi Bardem, sure. Like, so, you know, it's, it, I, what's great is that with Thanksgiving, I was like, this is a low-budget movie, and there's none of us are getting paid. We're just going out. The only way we're going to do this and make it great is if we just do it for the love of it. And if it hits the box office, great. We get to do another one. But this isn't – you guys want to get paid. Do a big, you know, do a big-budget movie. Do, like, social media posts. We're just moving this to make a classic. So everyone came in with the right attitude. Once you start out like that, going, you know, let's just, we're, we're doing it low budget, but it'll be a fast. Great thing about low budget is the shoot's not that long. It's five or six weeks. And we just hit the yeah. zone where we had such an amazing response with Patrick Dempsey, where you have someone like Dempsey who is such a fine actor, but has been pigeonholed in these romantic movies. I mean, I grew up with him, you know, as Ronald Miller from Can't Buy Me Love, like the teen comedy. My wife knows him from Grey's Anatomy. Other people know him from Enchanted and stuff. So, you know, when he gets to be in a horror film, it's something that, you know, he has teenagers. And that's cool. It's like, it's fun. It's a new, it's an exciting challenge for him. So, and then Gina Gershon, too. It's, and, you know, look, obviously Rick Hoffman is a, is a friend from us doing Hostel together. So it's a pleasure working with him. But that's, that's kind of the fun is that I had such an overwhelming response from people that wanted to be in the movie. Uh, it's it's really great. You know, you have a body of work that people can watch now, and they go, yeah, like, you're either a fan of it or you're not. There's sort of no one that's in the middle. I don't have to convince anyone. If they don't want to do it, they're, they're not even going to approach me. So, Eli Roth, let me ask you, you've done so much, and yes, it's a recurring theme in your bio here. I'm looking at it right now. How did your love for the horror genre begin? I think it started when I was a kid. Yeah, you I would know, assume. Was like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, you know, which was like, <laughs> I love. I just watched that the other day with my kid. Yeah. It's so good. It, but you know what's so good about it is you're watching an Abbott and Costello movie, but Frankenstein doesn't know he's in an Abbott and Costello movie. <laughs> and <laughs> so that's why those movies are good, because the yeah. monsters were still killing people like they were in a monster movie. They had no idea. You know, the Wolfman, they had no idea. But to me, it was like, wait a minute, that was like combining pizza and ice cream. 
You're like, what? You can have these two things in one movie? These are my two favorite things in the world, and they're both in this movie. So I, I love that. You know, I wanted to make scary movies. I, I was so – I saw Alien when I was eight years old, and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of – if I could do this and just make these movies for the rest of my life, I'd be, I'd be so happy. I and mean, that was it. Eight years old, I made that decision. So – and my parents were great. They were super supportive. They're like, okay, well, if you really want to do this, you got to watch movies. you got to understand – who different directors are, you got to study. And I just was like, this is going to be my life's mission to, Neat. to study this. Hey, you know, e- that was it. Eli, let's talk about the background, because I'm interested, by the way, DVD and Blu-ray uh, right now, Thanksgiving, deleted scenes, features. So if people don't realize it, in Grind, uh, Grindhouse by Tarantino, Thanksgiving was a trailer in that movie. Was this the plan all along? Because you starred in the trailer, obviously. Was this the plan to make a horror movie out of that trailer? Well, the plan was always to make a Thanksgiving horror film. I mean, I grew up in Massachusetts. My best friend and I were, like, watching, you know, every month there was a different, starting with Halloween and Silent Night, Deadly Night, and My Bloody Valentine, and April Fool's Day, New Year's Evil. Every holiday had a slasher film except Thanksgiving. And we're like, where is Thanksgiving? It drove us crazy that the Thanksgiving slasher films didn't exist. So our goal was to make it. (laughs) Like, I want to make the Thanksgiving slasher movie. And so when Tarantino and Rodriguez asked me if I wanted to do a fake trailer for Grindhouse, I said, oh, I've already got it. It's Thanksgiving. Like, I, I knew what it was. Um, and then we made it, and the response was so great. We thought, ah, oh, perfect. Now we never don't have to do that anymore. Probably, no, it's done because we did the best parts. Um, but then, you know, for years, fans were kind of harassing me and bullying me and badgering me, which completely worked. I'm thanking them for that. <laughs> um, and they said, you know, you got it. You shaming works. They said, you've got to make this movie, or you're wasting your life. And I'm like, I think they're kind of right. Um, and so, but we didn't know what it was about. And then we started seeing these Black Friday trampling. We thought that's what, that's the inciting incident. You know, these movies always need that first thing that happens that uh, sets the killer in motion. Um, and we thought, yeah, this is it. It's this Black Friday trampling. And it also gave us a theme. You know, the themes of greed. This idea that we're all supposed to be so thankful, and then you know, next thing you know, we're trampling over each other for waffle irons. I was like, okay, that's what's, <laughs> that's what's interesting in a horror movie. If you can if you can nail yeah. that and have fantastic kills, so that's the once, once we cracked that, it really I, I started to see the movie more clearly. And now, look, it's very hard to get a new movie out there and to get people to give a chance to a new mythology. Everybody wants reboots; they want the classic monsters, which I get. But I was like, we've got to have some new blood. We've got to keep this going. And audiences, not only did they come out and support it enough so that we're doing a sequel, but Sony put it back in theaters this week. It's in 500 theaters. Oh, nice. Late shows. So people are going out to see the late that's shows. That's great. Again. So that's never happened to me before. We have a movie that's like, it's on digital, it's on Blu-ray, it's on DVD, and it's in, five, it's in wide release. So it's really, really terrific, and I'm thankful to the fans for just giving, uh, giving the movie a shot. Now it'll, John Carver will live to kill another day. And, and you do... Up. You do acting as well. I would think if I'm a director of a project, I might be reluctant to cast you because if you're just acting in a project, do you find yourself kind of wanting to say things as far as direction or production? Or do you just, are you strictly an actor when you're hired as one? I would assume, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm only going to, the nice thing is like my, my job is directing and acting is a passion and I love it so I can be really choosy about what I do. Like, when Sam Levinson asked me if I wanted to be in the Idol, I was so excited. I want to be 
the best actor on set. And you Sam, were great. You were great. You were great. I wasn't fishing, but I'll take it. But Sam will tell everyone Eli is the best person to have on set because the other actors know that I'm a director. So they all be, <laughs> I mean, they were like, it was a great cast anyways. But other actors, like, if you can go in there and you, you want to learn, you know, like sort of I want to, I go there, I want to see what Sam's process is. Sam's going to do things differently. And you never really getting as a director, well, being an actor for Tarantino is the best school for directing I ever could have had because I'm learning his process. I'm getting to see Brad Pitt's process and Christoph Waltz's process and how they do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take all this with me to my set. So when you're on set and you're seeing Hank Azaria, I mean, I was with Divine Joy Randolph, Hank Azaria, Jane Adams, Lily Rose Depp, watching The Weeknd, Abel Tesfaye, you know, Troy Sivan, like just seeing everyone's process and how they do it and being in the what scenes a- with these, these greats was so much fun. I loved it. I absolutely had the best time on set. What a great comment that is. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's great. I well, love it. I love acting. Yeah. But I'm only going to act for a director I really love. I'm, I don't just want to be an actor for the sake of it. It's got to be like a director. I go, oh, I'm really interested to learn that person's process. And I also feel like if I'm, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be everywhere as an actor. I want to be like really selective about it. So if I'm going to bring something, it's got to be like so special that no one else could have brought it. If I feel I can do that, I've turned down. I mean, I've turned down tons of acting stuff because I read the part and I'm like, mm, I can't bring something that's like, oh wow, no one else could have done that. That's that's where I'm at with acting. Hey, but I love it. Eli, I know you got to run, but I just got back from Vegas. I went to Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. Weren't you going to do something with him, or do you got something you already? Did with him on the Haunted Museum? We have it. It's on. It's on. It's on HBO Max. It's on Max on uh, Discovery Plus. It's called the Haunted Museum. It is such a scary show. We took objects. We've done two seasons. We're waiting to see if they want to do a third. But they're so scary. I'm telling you, it's like we wanted to do a show like Twilight Zone um, or Night Gallery, where you're taking these objects and telling the story of these haunted objects. That Jeff, and we've gotten really good directors. And he, you know, he's got thousands of objects. Yeah, so we could pick the scariest ones that are the best to adapt, you know, for for an episode. And they are, I'm telling you, people, you got to, you've got to see the. Episode. I have HBO Max. I'm yeah. going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'll check that out as well. Oh, watch the Haunted Museum. Watch the first. I mean, these episodes are really, they are legit, legit, straight up terrifying, scary episodes. I'm so proud of the show. <laughs> that's been an awesome partner. Hopefully, we get to do more. And that's my fun directors, Justin Harding, who just helped me with Second Unit directing and help me out on Thanksgiving. He's one of the directors in the Haunted Museum. They're really, really, really good. I'm awesome. Very proud of that show. Daddy-daughter time tonight. Eli, thanks so much, man. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thanks, guys.